one of the country's edgiest, darkest and funniest comedians, Michael, how do I say your last name? Schaefer. Schaefer. Schaefer is ready to give it 110% at Fringe World. That's the name of his show and he joins us now. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Michael, welcome. Now, just want to ask you, you're right, you've got a law degree. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were studying law. I was. And then you go to your mum one day and you say, listen, (laughs) mum, I'm thinking about giving that up to be a funny man. Yeah. How does that conversation go for you? <laughs> Look, um, I tried to put it off for as long as possible, yeah. let's just be honest. <laughs> it's not an easy thing to be like, oh, I, I sent you to school for 18 years <laughs> and then you've just done six years at uni and you're telling me you're not going to use any of this stuff. Uh, yeah, mum, I've just wasted 25 years of my life and 25 years of your investment in my education. You must have been very confident you were funny, Michael. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, or delusional is another <laughs> way of describing it. No, well, to be honest, my mum was actually she's very supportive and uh, I'm lucky that she kind of she told she said to me hey you can you can do this but I need you to get like qualified as a lawyer yes. just so you have okay. Okay. something to fall off. back on yeah exactly yeah. so I got qualified as a lawyer just it was just the worst like six months of my life doing this qualification <laughs> cause miserable but I thought if this gets my mum off my back it's worth it perfect and I mean very often very smart people are very funny people mm. oh, I mean we try to be we try to be I think it's good like because <laughs> when you like do the law it teaches you to like look at something from both sides <laughs> yeah you know you, you've got to find the guy innocent or, or guilty mm. you, like, just, <laughs> yeah. so like whenever I approach a topic I'm just like okay everyone says this guy's innocent I'm going to be like nah he's, he's guilty and just like <laughs> the opposite view so that's kind of of how like it helps when you've got a bit of a law background. Katie Lamb will never be a lawyer. No, no God, no, no. I, I'm not smart enough. Prob- and yeah. Probably for the best. You've got too much yeah. of a personality Thank to be a lawyer. Thank you so much. And um, Embers can't because he didn't go to year five. <laughs> I actually know word of law. I didn't go to year five, so I did year four twice. You okay? Skip year five <laughs> and went straight to year six. Oh wow! So when I sort of reflect and look back at it, I think that was the issue. Yeah, <laughs> I, I reckon they learn a lot in year five. Yeah, they learn a lot out. of law. A lot of law yeah. in maybe, year five. Maybe that's uh, the problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sydney Swan supporter, I hear. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. God. Mm. When you walked in and it, you said, Embers, you broke my heart in 2006. Yes. Well, he broke my heart in 2005. I still look back at that marking contest, mm. right? And everyone talks about big Leo Barry's mark, right? If you ever look closely, Ty Canelli, right, he's tackling Ashley Sampy in that marking contest. Now, where the umpire was, I never saw it. But clearly didn't, didn't see it. But uh, I think it was anyway, the right I, I, haven't, um, I haven't held on to that at all. No, no, I've moved on. No, clearly. I think they got it right. Do you know what's crazy? Um, because I used to play a bit of footy myself, yep. and I was once playing for my local club, playing against uh, Fitzroy back home in Melbourne. Yes, and uh, in the middle of a marking contest, Luke Ablett, former Sydney yes. Swans player, yeah. yep. floats across the pack and takes an absolute screamer <laughs> over you, and, and, over me. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm a Sydney Swans fan. Yeah. I didn't even know that he was playing, yeah. and then I look over and I just go. Are you Luke Ablett <laughs> in the middle of the game? And he's like, "Yeah." And I go, "Dude, I love you." Yeah. And I'm like, playing against Same, him. By the way, I'm not really surprised <laughs> yeah. now you're taking that big hanger over my yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're a good player. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. So yes. I was like starstruck. You're playing against, you know, a yeah. guy like idol. How did yeah. that even happen? Because you live in Melbourne, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. go for Sydney. So how did that happen? Oh, do you know why? Because I had like usually, you know, your parents will tell you who to go for yes. when you're a kid, mm. and my parents just didn't care about footy, oh. so. So I, I had no like family pressure to do anything. Yeah. So I turned on the TV one day. I think it was 1996. 
kicks. Yep. Tony Locker was kicking goals. Perfect. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll just go for this team. I like goals. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Like, I like I goals. Like goals. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, big men just clunking them. Yeah, yeah. you do. Um, so, yeah, and then I just went for the swans and, you know, you get emotionally attached and now here I am. <laughs> I can't change it. To I'm, Andrew I'm glad you said that it was Tony Lockett that inspired you, not Warwick Kappa with those tight shorts yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, those were pretty tight yeah. shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, it says here on your press release that you survived cancer. Yeah, so I had uh, testicular cancer yep. a few yep. years ago, and uh, fortunately went through uh, well went through treatment, and it's, it seems to have done the job, which is great. So. Yep. Yeah, things are great. I love talking about it on stage. I always mm. find that, like, you know, people connect with it. Yeah, Perhaps for sure. People always say to Mike, you know, great to talk about this. You know, laughter is the best medicine. Yeah. Mm. Personally, I thought the chemo was more effective, <laughs> yeah. but um, it is good to chat about. Yeah. yeah. And there's just, like, you know, there's all that ignorance around it yeah. that you got to try to, yeah. to, to, you know, teach people about. Like, because uh, when I got diagnosed, I told a mate of mine I had testicular cancer. Yep. And he goes, oh, so, like, do you have to call up? Your previous sexual partners. <laughs> so it's transmitted. Yeah. Oh God, not Bless sure him. about that. Yeah, no. you got smart mates. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking a few hits to the yeah. head in the. So you still got your two nuts. I lost the one. You lost once. You got uh, one good one. Got one good one. Good. Still, still holding nice and strong, holding down the fort. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> um, that one. <laughs> Still got two nuts. Oh, oh, you know what? He's got one good one. No, that and that's all that matters. That's that's all all I love nervous. the way you're pumping yeah. your fist as well. Uh, yeah, it's got one good Just one. Just the one good one. Um, so did you? You had to go through all chemo and all of that, and now being able to be on stage talking about it, being funny about it, but spreading a really important message as well. Yeah, people mm. love it. I mean, yeah. like at first I was like, ugh, maybe you shouldn't talk about yep. cancer in comedy. People are going to get tense. They'll be like, ugh, this is a weird TED talk. You know, they're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. But then like when I started doing it, you know, a couple of years ago, it was just like connecting straight away. And then you get so many people, you know, saying, hey, you know, I've had my own experience yeah, or sure. whatever. Yeah. So it was like really rewarding to talk about it on stage and be like, oh, people are really connecting. And that's the thing because every single person that you're actually talking to, they're they know someone, whether it's been themselves or a family member that actually have been through that. Do you, when you are chatting with them and you feel like, oh, it's starting to get a little bit too serious here, you've got a little sort of go-to to just sort of break the ice a little bit and just get back to <laughs> get back to them laughing again? <laughs> I do yeah, I do have a fun line I like to drop in the middle of the show. I'll be like, um, guys, you can chill out like I'm fine. This isn't my make-a-wish or anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this yeah. isn't a hologram. Yeah, perfect. All right. I don't need any donations. Yeah. I don't need any sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find, um, because obviously, you know, people are so easily offended about anything and everything these days. Do you find sort of getting on stage, talking about, you know, cancer, having a bit of a laugh, do many people get offended? Yeah, it's pretty rare. Yeah. But absolutely. I mean, look, people can get offended by everything. Everything yeah. is so honest. annoying. So it does happen. But look, for every one person that might get offended by it, there's mm. a thousand people that are like saying, thanks so much for talking about yeah. this. Yeah. So, you know, I focus on those people who are like happy that I'm talking yeah. about yeah. it. And, you know, and I get people being being upset, but, you know, I'm talking about my experience. Yeah, and and that's something. it. You're going through your experience. Like, if you didn't go through it and you started talking about it. Yeah, that would be going, weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, talking about one nut. Exactly. And like, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, um, let's talk about your show. Uh, it says that you are there to solve all of the world's biggest problems. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I try to solve all the problems. 
I don't really have any uh, workable solutions, <laughs> um, but it's I'm trying to solve all the, as many problems as I can in 50 minutes. So you give it a good crack anyway. And has it been a good turnout at Fringe? I've been having a pretty good time, but awesome. yeah, I think it's also like, it's also kind of like school holidays now. People are away down the yeah. coast, things yeah. like that. So maybe that's it, but um, I'm having a good time. I think like I do a lot of like stuff on the socials and things like that. So sure. I think I've got like a, I had a lot of like jokes about WA and Mark McGowan during the lockdown. Right. So, I, so I, people I, want to come and actually, yeah. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I've got a lot of, uh, that I've or got a least, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of, uh, people hate me, but they're yeah. buying tickets, you know? So, you know, as long as I've got their money at the end of the day, it's fine. Yeah. 100%. Well, 110%. 110%. Yeah. What a great plug. Uh, 110% is your show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Michael.